how do we start this? I think that's how we start it. <laughs> okay. So how so do we, we start this? So we started it? I think we started it. Okay. So let's just talk about like why we're doing this. Well, first let's introduce ourselves. Oh yeah, yeah. Because people may not know who we are. For sure you don't know who we are because we've been in hiding for over... A, a year, year, at least. By the way, full disclosure, I am vaccinated, so that's why Eric and I are together with no masks. And I have antibodies. So we're safety first, don't worry. Right. So I'm Eric Schwenk, and this is Kara Lambert, and we are trustees in the village of Mundelein. And we decided to bring back an old video series of the Mundelein Minute, which was once a... One-minute thing. Uh, it was It was supposed to be a one-minute quick update of the village board meeting and i think we are looking to grow the mundelein minute into more than a minute but still just a shorter update of what's actually happening in uh, local village politics whether that's a recap of board meetings a hopefully we'll have like an interview with some staff come in that would be like my idea um like i want to answer any questions that come in so basically this came about because the residents are clamoring for more information which cool i want to make it accessible but i also want to make it understandable because like if you read this agenda what does a lot of this mean what's a tiff policy <sighs> um, what's a tiff what's a tiff things like that have come up many times and and you know you could go and you can google it <laughs> you but you're google still not gonna it. understand it i mean at least like i wouldn't until it's in context of like what you relate to and areas you relate to and it sounds like it applies to you, then maybe it's a little bit understandable, at least in my mind. Depends how you learn, right? Sure. Maybe you're a visual learner and we're not hitting you at all with this information, but we're trying. But we could. So <laughs> so the goal is to, after board meetings, um, sit down and, and have a conversation, have a discussion about the board meeting. And then in off weeks, sit down and have a dis discussion about what's happening in the village, answer those questions that, that people have. And hopefully um, build from there. And that's the goal. I'd also throw in there what it is not. This is not a village-sponsored podcast slash video podcast, whatever this, this ends up being. This is two people who decided to launch into this and, um, and create this video series. It's not anything sponsored by the village. No taxpayer funds, purchased microphones or video equipment or anything else. This is all things that, that I have from um, creating videos on my own in my my own time. This is Eric's hobby. This is my is hobby. what he's hinting at. So um, <laughs> I'd also say what, what this is not is not an election podcast where we're not talking about candidates, platforms, um, who's running for office, where, what. That's That's not our goal. In, in creating this podcast series. The goal is, at least in my mind, is to just like keep people informed. Keep people the informed. The Mundelein Minute started it, but that was only a minute. And it's hard to follow everything in a minute. And I'm hoping this is a little bit more like, not just a rundown of the minutes, because, you know, you can read the minutes online, but like an explanation of what that stuff means. And to be honest, that was a very heavily scripted i had to sit down and, and write a script which took time and to try to get everything down to a certain number of words which fit into a minute and and then talk fast to get all of that recorded quickly 
Um, and then, you know, get it posted online so that it's it's fresh and relevant. It, it was a lot and it didn't allow for a conversation about what's actually happening. It was more just reporting. This is what happened. Yeah. So I, I would like to launch into a podcast series, a video podcast series, whatever this is, that that goes into a bit more depth. That's my hope and makes and it ac- understandable. That's a big thing for me. Probably 15 to 20 minutes an episode. This one might be long because we're just explaining like what we're trying to do. And like if people watch this and are like, you guys are doing this all wrong, just email us and like let us know your feedback. I want to know if I'm doing something wrong. So like please just like let us know. Please. Our emails are out there. They are. We're both on Facebook. Like I also set up one um, (laughs) because I'm a nerd and I'm I'm building out a website to host all of these videos. So if course i have the domain mundalignminute.com and you you could email hello at mundalignminute.com and it will go to us and and we will be able to answer your questions so good i went to email eric something the other day and i literally had four emails pop up for him in my gmail and i was like all right well we'll just pick this one they all go to the same place so anyways let's uh go over how last night went so it was a relatively quick meeting relatively quick there was technically two with a village board meeting and then we recessed into a um, hearing in the middle so let's just we'll just go through this so like call to order whatever we said the pledge approve some minutes i'm gonna interrupt one thing real quick before we get started um we're we're both real people so you'll probably see us check our watches because we still get text messages. We have kids. Oh yeah, I have two um, kids at home. Uh, I have several that are upstairs that in our I'm in the basement here, and you can probably hear them on the microphone walking around on the squeaky floors of this old house. So uh, there's also some cats and a bird, and uh, those may chime in and join the podcast at some point too. So that's um, okay. It just proves that we're like normal. We're we're just people. <laughs> Um, okay. So yes. So we started uh, sorry meeting. distractions. That's all right. I mean, that's kind of a summary that we're people. So, uh, there was a ton of mayoral proclamations last night. Um, a lot of people are retiring in the village, um, which is good and bad, right? You're losing good people, but we're, we're losing a people. lot of institutional knowledge. And, and last night was, um, bittersweet. A little I think, bit proof it, of that, right? It, it is. But I also want to point out that this all came out of um, a cost-saving measure due to the pandemic. So the um, our new village administrator, Eric Gunther, uh, came to the board and, and brought forth an early retirement program. And I just we, want to clarify, though, like this was not forced retirement. This, this was, was not forced retirement. Voluntary. This was all people that, that wanted to retire could accept this program. And, you know, we, we staggered those dates out so that we didn't lose everybody all at once. And we... We accepted their retirements early, and um, this allows us to hire new staff members at a lower rate, which is therefore a, a savings um, for several years down the road. And it also lets people retire that when they're ready. Yep. So this was kind of a, a win-win for the village, a win-win for the taxpayer and the employee. So there was a quite a few retirements. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think there was like 12 I think there was eight, or eight, or re- eight retirements, if I'm right, and then... There was um, a couple of just other proclamations for people that have worked on commissions or committees for for several years, um, and just recognizing the 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 work that they've done. Yeah. Yep. So um, 
Then we kind of like got into business under the mayor's report and there was a reduction in liquor licenses. Um, this was for Rosati's over by Target. They obviously closed in March 2021 or March 2020. Sorry. Um, when the pandemic hit, they kind of just like closed their doors. They couldn't, they couldn't make it. But as of now, that is the only restaurant we had that didn't survive. Right. So like, that's good. I mean, in my mind, that's good. Um, so yeah, we reduced the uh, liquor licenses and then also their gaming license went away. So, so we do this to, we don't allow licenses to hang out there. Um, the number of licenses that are per ordinance are the number of licenses that are issued. So if there's uh, 75 video gaming licenses available, there are 75 video gaming terminals holding those licenses. When we reduce that, if if somebody were to return their license and no longer wish to use the, the video gaming license, mm -hmm. then we reduce that by ordinance so that um, there isn't one just hanging out there that we could be forced to give to a individual or a business that might that, not be the most that might desirable not, or correct. Yeah. So you'll see that, um, quite often in our, our agendas and our minutes as we increase and decrease the number of liquor licenses and, and yeah. video gaming licenses. And that's why we do that. All right, let's move on to something that I am super pumped about. This America and Bloom committee. Yeah, appointment. This, this is all you. So this is I'm so excited about this. So when I was first elected, we I met I sat with our old village administrator and I was we talked about how we can make Mundelein pretty. For for like better word lack of better word, right? And by that I mean like some beautification projects. So um, improving the viaducts as you enter into town over where the railroads cross um, on 45. Is there anything we can do with like planting more greenery and trees and flowers around downtown? And we, you know, obviously we could, but there's a cost, right, associated with that. And so we were kind of searching for how we could go about doing this, and we came across this Americas in Bloom. And um, so there's now a committee that, and this was in a partnership with the Rotary club mm -hmm. is it a club is that what you call it rotary club group what's the right word with rotary i rotary. guess we'll just say with rotary yeah. um and so this committee will <clears throat> kick off kind of doing that and the, and i have like a big packet of where we want to explore and what we want to do and my big areas are environmental practices so implementing best environmental practices um so using, using native species using native grasses and that's kind of been big push for me in terms of when we develop areas too because those native species help with flooding um and then also making things pretty. So I'm so, I could probably talk about this longer, but I won't because like people Another probably will get bored, but I'm super excited about this. So we're hopefully going to kick off the committee like in the next coming weeks and then we'll get to work and make things look as nice as they can. Um, but yeah, this is, you know, something I've talked about for two years with staff and now it's finally coming to fruition. So super pumped with that. I like when things happen fast. So that's that. Now, this is where we'll go to trusty Schwenk's expertise. We're going <laughs> to go. You, you like the uh, the in bloom and the flowers. And next yeah. was the um, we recessed into a, a public hearing to talk about TIF and a new TIF um, district. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So TIF 4. TIF 4. So TIF stands for tax increment financing. And it is a way for villages to hopefully spur development. And TIF 4, even though we have only two others right um we had one prior so why yeah i was gonna say why is this called tip four you asked that question <laughs> so last i night. i did and, and it, it it's kind of an, an interesting one so technically tip one and tip two which are in the downtown area are downtown tip one and two but by ordinance they are tip 
2 and TIFF 3, that there was a prior TIFF many years ago. And so by ordinance, this now becomes this TIFF, four. TIFF number 4. But I feel like for like colloquialism, will, this might turn into like the Oak Creek TIFF. Oak Creek TIFF I'm is thinking. exactly what it will end up being or, or something along those lines. Yeah. We, we generally don't refer to them as the numbers. Um, we we generally refer to which side of the track is that on? Yeah, exactly. And and then figure out which. So what does TIF this mean? What can we do? What is why are we doing this? So this tip is in hopes to spur some some major development, uh, redevelopment of the Oak Creek Plaza area, the Patriots Plaza, the Garden Fresh area. There's some land behind Garden Fresh that's um, some of it's in Mundelein, some of it is not, and the hope is to have that area redeveloped so in short a tiff takes the the base equalized assessed value of the land so whatever it is today and, and that the equalized assessed value is what taxes are based on yeah correct okay and freezes that amount for the next 23 years so and, the base is set here correct and then once it's redevelopment redeveloped your eav is up here and hopefully a steady climb in there right. over the next 23 years and the taxing bodies whether that's the school districts the library the um the village they all receive their standard property taxes off that frozen eav that base at the bottom anything else over the next 23 years that gets um, an increase in their assessed value goes into a separate fund away from the the normal taxes and that goes into a TIF fund for the village to use to spur development. In, in that, that area. In that area. It has to stay in that area. Right? Yes and no. So things like TIF funds can be used to help create um, library space. So I'm not sure if that's fully in Fremont's library district, but as an is. example, um, if there was excess TIF funds, the village of Mundelein can partner with as a good Right, as, effort, a good, as a good partner, as a good right? partner to create extra space or build out what's needed for the library because there's new development, possibly new residents that's impacting that space. So you'll, we haven't seen that kind of development where we have excess TIF funds to do that kind of work. Right, but it's a possibility. Generally, it stays within that TIF district to do work for public improvements. And there's, um, and there's certain things it can only be used for, right? Correct. Yeah, the guy only, had a, uh, what did he say? Bricks and sticks, mostly. Bricks and sticks. And you have to prove that you need those, those funds. So the village will work with a third-party analyst to look over what, what are necessary expenses, for one, and then what the, what am I looking for? Pro forma. And yeah. what the, the budget looks like for the development and if it actually can make money down the road. And they work with a third party to make sure that all those numbers work so that we're not just giving away taxpayer dollars to somebody who asks. It just doesn't work yeah. that way. Yeah. You don't automatically get it just because you build in the TIF. Correct. Correct. So you have to – this is just a another carrot in our – our, that's the wrong word. Yeah, another carrot, like in the salad bowl of things you can offer them. Sure. I think I just and, made that up. And we've, <laughs> way to go. <laughs> we've, we've had very few TIF projects, even though we've had two TIFs for um, yeah. 20, 15, 20 years now yeah. in Mundelein. Well, we have seven years left on it, so. Seven years left. Do the, 23, you do that 23, I don't know. What is yeah. it, 17, 16? So, 
16. So, so holy guacamole. Yeah. Um, these, the, the TIFF projects like the old village hall, the old village hall development there you go, yeah. used some TIFF funds, but it was not a TIFF project. Cardinal Square is a TIFF project. Yes. Um, and I don't think the village hall subdivision was. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of what developments were out like there. Um, Springbank has, yes, TIF has TIF included. Included, yes. Um, but it's not a full TIF. Well, like um, village hall is not a full TIF project, mm-hmm. and and there we really don't have many. We have just a lot of just because it's built in the TIF district doesn't mean it's a TIF project. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, so last night was a formality. The the TIF statute that the state put in requires um, public notices public hearings we have to it has to go in front of all the taxing bodies that are all the taxing bodies have to have a joint review board to um to vote on it so what's in these taxing bodies who is included the school district which is what uh 76 yep stevenson yep uh 120 yep for mundelein high school and I think that's it. That's it for schools. And then the library. I think it's all Fremont. I think it's Fremont and the park district. And the park district. Correct. So all of those supported it and wrote us a letter, in fact, that they supported it. Uh, they all voted in support of it, except for 76 who abstained and later, later passed it. a resolution in support of it. Yes. So I don't know what that means. But we got consensus, basically. We have consensus for support to create the TIF. Can we go back to the school? Sorry, this is like sure. how my brain works. So scatterbrained. Go back to the schools, and so everyone's going to be nervous that they're not going to get funding. But if the TIF generates more students, they will get student funding. Correct. And if the TIF, if development in the TIF... So say, for example, there's housing that goes on there. This is just mm-hmm. an example. There's residential that goes on there, and there's 300 new kids. Totally not going to happen, but that's a big number. It's a possibility. It's, I mean, it's a possibility. Anything's possible. But there's a lot of kids that go on it. The school will get a per-kid payment for those new students right is that what i read last night um i believe so but also it's in the packet but i think they'll get the funding for and then there's also um impact fees to help with the addition of those new students to the school district correct so that could be used um you know if you you look at some areas um one that stands out in my mind is plainfield and when plainfield had lots of development in the um early 2000s they used those funds not necessarily TIF funds but impact fees yeah. to build new schools um one that i lived in they had to build the a, a whole school just to handle the amount of kids that this development was going to create and it was in the the center of the community and and ended up pulling from other developments nearby but those were yeah. what those and impact that's what fees impact paid fees for. for and and just because you're in a TIF doesn't mean you don't pay impact fees or things like that and the impact fees aren't for ongoing operational expenses. Therefore, the, the impact. I mean, of, now we could talk about impact fees, and that's a whole other podcast. And that's, that's true. Like a, we should probably just go back to TIFF. That's a whole can of worms. But as you can see, it's too. all it's all related. Yeah, it is. Everything is tied in. So, so we had the public hearing for this, and then the presentation was good. And if anyone's interested in the presentation, you know, we can email to you. But I thought it was interesting. I always learn something new when we talk about TIFF because they're so. They're mm-hmm. so complicated and convoluted, and every time they get brought up, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. So, right. yeah, there's a ton of information there about TIFFs. So if anyone is, like, super interested in TIFFs, like, let us know, and we'll get you some some info. Right. Like I will, because it's a lot. Anyways. So after TIFF, 
Then we went to trustee reports. Um, there was a lot for Public Works. Yeah. Public Works is Wait, almost you're done. like jumping the game. Oh, sorry. What was next? Community Economic Development. Oh, sorry. So we taught, we approved a sign variance for Sundance. And then, then there was a ton of basically motions to allow staff to draft things related to the TIF. So we, were, we weren't approving or denying the TIF last night. We were discussing ordinances, uh, allowing staff to draft the ordinance to move forward, right? Correct. Okay. So, so the TIF, we're in a waiting period. After the public hearing, we can't do anything for 14 to 90 days is our, our window. So we have to wait at least 14 days, which is the next village board meeting. So we'll staff if, is now yeah. drafting the ordinance to get that on the agenda probably at the next board meeting. And then, so that, so that was a bunch of motions there. And then I asked for, not, that was not on the agenda, but I asked for like an update from community development on like what's going on, because we get a lot of questions about what's going on on Midlothian with the senior center, with the senior citizens housing, senior citizen housing, um, like that's right by the region center. I live in that neighborhood, so I walk by it every day. <laughs> so I was curious too. And then some people had asked us about like what's going on at LA Fitness and I just kind of wanted to, you know, as the pandemic slowly, hopefully, fingers crossed, starts to wind down, building should start again, in theory, cautiously, right? So Miss um, Amanda Runcheck, who's like the head of community development, just gave us a brief kind of lowdown. And um, the building on the, the project on Midlothian, which is supposed to be assisted living, is kind of in a holding pattern right now. Obviously, that industry was hit really hard with COVID. Things we're crazy there. I'm sure that their management team is like up in arms and, you know, just trying to live day to day right now. I don't know that growth is on their mind, but the project is still set tentatively to move forward. Um, I think it's just going to be patience. And I know the community is mad that the trees were taken down and construction was like all ready to begin. And because it was, and then 2020, you know, like no one saw that coming. And that, that industry was hit extremely so hard. hard. So so that's what's going on there. The LA Fitness, kind of the same thing. Um, the gym industry was hit pretty hard. Um, there was a Lifetime supposed to open in Lake Zurich, and that didn't mm -hmm. even get under roof before they kind of stopped building it. So at least the LA Fitness, you know, is under roof and damage didn't incur, occur to the inside of the building. So who knows? You know, as we see commercial start stuff start to rebound – Little by little, I think those projects and will move forward. But Amanda had a good point that. Oh um, no! I just dropped all of our agendas. <laughs> Amanda had a good point real that life, folks, um, real life. everything just kind of seems to be getting extension after extension. Yeah. That all these shopping centers, you know, whatever's whatever plans people have, they just yeah. keep extending it. Oh, let's see what happens in three months. Let's mm -hmm. see what happens in six months, and mm -hmm. and in hopes that I think that, that speaks for retail in general, right? You know that yeah. retail is for major developments for retail, all of that. I yeah. mean that the housing market in Mundelein is absolutely crazy right now. Um, I, I know of a house not far from mine that was under contract in five hours. So yeah, we've heard, we've heard from realtor friends of ours that have said that people are coming in with all cash offers first showing and, what? and then being declined. Yeah. So, so side note, my brother lives in the city, like has lived in the city forever, right? Like they are city people. They have three kids. They are city people this weekend. Guess what they did? Went house looked shopping. at housing in the suburbs yeah like what so i think people are losing their interest in like urban like downtown like city life sure. and they're coming out here which is great i mean we're gonna have a totally new community soon and that's cool like new people are good it always brings new ideas and yeah i'm for it, it man
All right, what's next? Public works. Woo! <laughs> Lord, this... Okay, how many were on here? 11? One, one two, three, four. Yeah, 11... No, no, 10. Because the 11 was the Sheldon ones one. But 10... Oh. 10 change orders for public service. What does this mean? What, what are we doing? What's going on? So, <laughs> what's and going I, on? I asked that last night. <laughs> and uh, Adam, our director of public works, um, said that we're, we're close to the end. With, with, with like moving into the new space. We were on what change order 40, 46, I 46, think was approved last night. Something. 46 or 47. Uh, he said know. there's a couple more in the, the pipeline. So why do we do change orders? What does that mean? That um, we're just changing the contract and changing the amount of money and changing for what work. And not all done. of these were for like more money. Let's just throw that out there really quick. Um, yes. A lot of some of these were for, for credit too. So you have to change the contract to receive money back in. So. And. Um, I'm yep. going to point out from what we're told that we're under budget. The, the yeah, the entire project is under budget, which is crazy to think about right now because it's a huge project and the cost of the raw materials has gone through the roof. Correct. So we probably built at the right time because if we had built now, we would have been, it would have been, been a bad deal. That's what my son says. He always asks me, mom, is that a good deal or a bad deal? And I think this one is a good deal. Um, and then the, the 11th one, Hey, Hey, Oh, plat of easement for uh, Sheldon Woods. What's that mean? What's Sheldon Woods? Eric is looking at me like I'm crazy. I think my coffee just kicked in too, I think so it, I, I just think got it like, did. yeah, Woo! yeah, keep going. You're on a roll here, <laughs> Sheldon Woods. So Sheldon Woods is a new development by Target. I'm pointing to Target, but that's that's oh, my hands opposite. That's funny. But but that is, <laughs> yeah, that is the direction right. to Target from my house <laughs> yeah. where you're sitting. That's <laughs> okay. We might need to edit some of this. <laughs> nope. Um. So there's a new subdivision going up there across the street from Target. By the way, these houses are gorgeous when they yes, did they the presentation to us god it's been a year i i would have to go back and look i don't I it's don't probably know. been, it's a, been year. a long time yeah i was pregnant it's gotta been a year wow that's crazy time goes fast um but these houses are beautiful yes. beautiful ginormous they're big they're just gorgeous um i'm super pumped about this because i secretly want to buy a house in there that's like my goal it's to be out but who knows we'll see don't tell my husband that all right so we're gonna talk about sheldon woods the awesome subdivision that's going by target um we approved a plat of easement for connecting the water main from Sheldon Woods. Connect, so we just hooked them up to city water. It's a big fancy term for hooking them up to city water. And making the space to do so. Yeah. Cool. And then it's on to you, man. Finance committee. What do we do? So finance committee, uh, really nothing outside the, the ordinary. There's always at least two motions. The first is um, regarding AT&T separated bills. We pull those out because um, Trustee Meyer... Um, worked for AT&T for, for quite a while, and she has a conflict there. So if it was included in the entire right. um, governing body bill approval, our fancy word for everything else. Bills. Bills. Yeah, she would have to abstain every time, and that's, that's just not fair. So um, when there's a known conflict, we will pull that one item out so that that trustee can abstain and then still vote on the full bill approval. And... So if memory serves our full bill approval, the second was one point five. Yeah, I thought you were gonna one, get. I thought you were gonna get it down to the one million five hundred and thirty-six thousand. Oh, something. yeah. Yeah. Dang. How what was the change? Uh, I don't know. Ninety-four cents. Okay, so a little a little bit more than normal, um, but it's pretty much in line with where our our bill approval. It's always generally in this range. is yeah. And this is like the spending we do literally on everything. So. And, and just a side note, this everything that we talk about includes um, payments for 
let's see, there was one in there to Jewel for a 50% tax sharing for a, a redevelopment agreement there. And then there's also things like um, nuts and bolts and washers from Ace Hardware. Yeah. So it's literally everything. Is, literally. And it's shown in the um, board packet as well as on the finance page on the, the village's website. There's a, a, a list we, of what, what it we is. call it, disbursement pending report. Yeah. Um, and you can go and look every two weeks or so when the when we do a board meeting, that list is there and, and shows exactly what we're spending money on. And yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Down to the penny. Yeah. Then we um, moved on to public. You want there to was more? there was one other thing that I mentioned. Was oh, yeah. The uh, finance committee meeting is next Monday at 6 p.m. And this is where so we six hash or seven. It's six, six where we hash it out for the budget for next year. Yep, yep. We go over the the entire budget for the next fiscal year. And I've always thought this is weird that we will set the budget before the new board is seated. Um, but that's just the way that our fiscal year works out and the election works out. So we will be setting the budget um, literally days before the, new the three new trustees join the board. So which is what you know it happened to us too. It two happened years to us, ago, and we just you, sat in the meeting and made sure we knew all we could and 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 kudos to the village during that time um they made sure that we had the budget packets in advance they made yeah. sure that we had um, our questions answered and even though we didn't get to vote on the budget they were very open to teaching us i think yeah. they're helping educate yeah. us on on what was going on and, and you know both of us have backgrounds and budgets like both of us know that but a municipal budget is looks way different than any budget I've seen in the private sector. Correct. So it was definitely a learning curve. And I think these three new trustees, other than Seoul, who's been here, correct, will have a similar learning curve. But I think all of us are willing to help them, like, come up to speed, you know. I, oh, I yeah, mean, of course. Yeah. And the um, department heads are really good, they're about, so good. about going through. Eric's um, camera just flicked. Sorry. Yep, that Easily camera, distracted. I think, I think the battery died on that one. It's old. Um, but the, the, the budget... They're they're really good about going through the numbers, helping us understand what what's being budgeted and why and yeah. and how long that item has been on the uh, the list to get accomplished. So yeah. they're they're really good about that. And then uh, public safety. So this we just one motion, and that was basically to enter an agreement with the health department, Lake County Health Department. And this was explained to us that this is basically for animal animal control services. So Mundelein um, PD will help you catch said animal dog whatever cat i don't know and then if no one claims it um it goes up to the health department's shelter and this is just the agreement allowing us to do that um and then this also covers for they will come out and help capture an animal if it's something that the the police department can't manage themselves like a snake like, like the snake that was loose in <laughs> the kidding. in the police department I asked and they didn't come out to help with that the police department handled that on their, all on their own yeah and look at all that went got and, loose uh, maybe it should have had Lake County come out I just, I'm kidding I just keep thinking to Facebook videos I've seen and the random crocodile that gets loose and I'm like oh great that's exactly what we need <laughs> like but, the one that's like going through in, in Malaysia or whatever yeah, where it's going through exactly. the, the 7-Eleven <laughs> lord so, um, so they'll come out and help if there's a, a large animal or something that that MPD can't handle, handle themselves. They'll, they'll come out and help for that. And this just basically covers that this contract covers the cost associated if they have to respond to something like that. God, I hope not. And then uh, right. we heard from the fire department. They talked about the blood drive. It was super successful. It was successful. Uh, it, it was well attended. And I actually kind of like it where they did it in the, the bay instead of um, 
they usually do it downstairs in the, in yeah. the basement area of the training rooms. Um, this time they did it in the bay, which is larger and has pretty good open space. Yeah. They just moved the fire trucks outside. And it it was awesome. It was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Good. Worked well. Perfect. And then um, nothing from building. And then uh, transportation, which is me. Um, nothing super exciting. Just spending <laughs> motor fuel tax. So motor fuel tax is a bucket that has to be spent um, on roads. And so when you fill up your gas tank, there's a motor fuel tax associated with filling up your tank. It has to be spent on roads. Correct? I believe so. I mean, your finance. I think I'm right. Okay. I mean, I think so. Roads and infrastructure. But I think just roads, right? Uh, well, and associated costs. Right. So. Which would be? Roads. Yeah. Repaving. So we're just going to spend some money to, um, uh, what's it called? Resurface the some roads. And what I think is cool that most people don't know is we are in a joint resurfacing agreement. So we partner with Libertyville. There's a lot. Vernon There's a Hills. Vernon Hill. Like basically most of the surrounding towns, we partner with them so that we get increased buying power to keep our costs as low as possible. So, you know, like. Buying bulk. Buying bulk. Just like Costco. It's yeah, the Costco of, of road That's surfacing. That's right. Um, other reports, there was nothing. Um, well, wait. The last section, the omnibus vote. What does omnibus mean? Omnibus is things that um, don't fall in a don't fall into a normal category that are generally not going to be something that is discussed. It can be. It can always be pulled out and discussed. Yeah. Generally, there's a lot of contracts. Um, you know, if we're renewing a, a cleaning company contract that we stuff had... we typically do every year that we do, but we still Correct. need to vote on it. And I think what May or June we'll see a lot of those. Oh yeah, like uh, after like the first of the fiscal year. Oh my God, correct. remember after we were the like... fiscal year, it's generally a, a quite a few fis- um, recurring contracts that come up, and those are generally the omnibus items. Um, so this, th- these are not your hot button. Um, they shouldn't be. Yeah. They shouldn't be correct. And if and if it if it is, I would hope that someone would pull it and we would vote on it. So yeah, so there was a replacement of TIF note, and then the agreements that we have with the high school and Carl Sandberg about a police officer having being stationed there. Correct, and these now have a built-in um, escalation for the next several years. So this won't be back on the omnibus vote list next year. I think it goes through twenty twenty-five. So yeah, so we we won't see it again for a while, and then. Um, Village administrator gave an update about we oh we talked about business licensing business licensing and and then um, the costs that that we've pushed off for the last fiscal year and yeah. what it looks like for the next fiscal year and how we're going to collect licensing fees registration fees from like businesses like license fees gaming fees business registration fees yeah all, all the things all the things all the things that we've we've pushed off to to try to be business friendly during the pandemic but in in full disclosure we met with the business community and asked them like hey are you guys okay like yeah. do you want us to structure it differently like can you pay in payments and the majority of the businesses said no we'll just write you a check correct so we did make sure that this was okay to do before we did it i mean i think that did what we could and then we talked about we have those two grant programs the outdoor dining grant mm-hmm. and then the utility assistance grant program both of which are kind of like dying down but we've helped i think eric um our village administrator said we helped 17 yeah 16 or 17 was in my mind um of businesses with either the the dining grant program or with utilities that's good um, i mean that's what, that's what we're here for that's what it's for and then we talked about water Correct. So, so our, yeah. our water, we've um, we've pushed off water shutoffs 
and we've pushed off the late payments for water and we're not going to go back and collect on those late payments Um, we will start collecting late payments going forward after this ordinance expires at the end of april uh, 2021 so we're we're not going okay well you know we didn't collect it for the last so now you owe us now you owe us us our late right no that's that's not that's not not the right way to do it so we're going to start collecting those those monies um going forward and there's like three hundred thousand three hundred thousand and there was one business in Mundelein who owes a hundred and twenty thousand of that three hundred thousand and our our staff is going to work with those um whether it's homeowners yeah. or I was renters con- I was or concerned about businesses. residential you know I just yeah. want to make sure we do the right thing and, and I was assured last night we would do the right thing and kind of like work on a payment plan as easy as possible for the for the residents and and they're going to work with with people so that they can create a payment plan you know shutting off water is the absolute last thing that that our staff is going to do they they really don't want to do that they want people to continue to have that service and so they can wash their hands wash their hands and stay (laughs) basically right like yeah continue to run their business too yeah so um executive session we didn't have one and that was it that was it so it was like we were out pretty fast last night. I thought it was a good meeting. We got some things done. About an hour and a half with the meeting and the hearing. Yeah, the TIF meeting was good. So yeah, I think that's this is all out of order now, so it's bothering me. But you know, it's fine. Um, so that's our first deal. That's our first podcast. So thanks for tuning in. Eric's got some editing to do. I'm, I'm gonna, just kidding. I'm gonna edit <laughs> and um, get this posted online. Yeah, we'll post it and then so seriously, like if this is this is something that you liked or you didn't like or you're like you guys are wasting your time please let us know or if there's a different format or if i'm annoying you or if eric's annoying you instead of doing something just let us know and um i think both of us want to make sure that the community is informed as possible and you guys are involved as possible i i mean i i i want to be accessible as possible you know like i'm just a mom that's doing this because i want this community to be good to raise kids in so let me know yep Eric's just a dad, just doing dad things. Yep. (laughs) All right. I feel like we should have a cool sign off. What does that look like? I don't know. I'm a mom. I'm not very cool. Okay, bye. Yeah, I I mean, I'm constantly constantly told by my 15-year-old how uncool I am. Oh, see, my son's four. I'm still cool. Oh, lucky. I got some time. (laughs) All right, cool. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.